Now today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Justice Department wants the U.S. Court of Appeals to expedite its appeal of a recent federal district court ruling which invalidated nine key provisions of the president's executive orders on collective bargaining, official time, and employee removals. DOJ attorneys say the court's injunction affects important agency management issues and has government-wide reach. Federal union attorneys say they oppose the expedited briefing. Veterans Affairs is appealing an independent arbitrator's decision which ruled in the American Federation of Government Employees' favor. The arbitrator had said VA violated the terms of its contract with AFGE while implementing certain provisions of the VA Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act. It instructed VA to start rehiring employees it had fired without a performance improvement plan. AFGE says it has until October 24th to submit its own arguments. The timeline on a decision from FLRA is less clear. AFGE says the decision could come within a year or so. Senate Veterans Affairs Ranking Member John Tester wants to know whether VA is actually using the hiring authorities Congress has given it in recent years to help fill some 45,000 vacancies. Tester says Congress has given VA 15 new hiring authorities since 2014, and data shows it's either not using them or they're not working. He asked VA for more details about the kinds of positions that have mission-critical vacancies. The Army and Air Force named two new officials to high-ranking information technology positions. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. Greg Garcia is the Army's new Deputy Chief Information Officer. He assumed the post on Monday after having last served as the CIO at the Army Corps of Engineers. Meanwhile, the Air Force has appointed Eileen Vedrine as its new Chief Data Officer. She replaced Kimberly Kreider, who became the Air Force's first-ever CDO in 2017. Kreider has moved on to become a senior advisor to the Undersecretary of the Air Force. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The military services begin transitioning the administration and management of health care at all medical treatment facilities to the Defense Health Agency. The transition is part of the 2018 Defense Authorization Act and gives DHA direct management over military hospitals to better integrate medical services. The Postal Service is on track to deplete its retiree health benefits fund by fiscal 2030. The Government Accountability Office finds the fund has over $60 billion in unfunded liabilities. Annual payments of $1 to $2 billion could prolong its life another two to five years. About half a million postal retirees receive health benefits. The Office of Personnel Management expects that number to remain about the same through 2035. Six contract awards pushes USDA into phase two of its IT modernization effort. Just before the clock struck midnight to usher in fiscal year 2019, the General Services Administration meets its goal of awarding six contracts under phase two of the Centers of Excellence effort. GSA chose a total of 12 contractors to provide the Agriculture Department with a host of IT modernization services around contact centers, customer service, data analytics, cloud adoption, and business modernization support services. GSA released the solicitations for Phase 2 under the COE initiative in August and set a goal of making awards by September 30th. I'm Jason Miller. A new approach for the Homeland Security Department's Science and Technology Directorate. It's creating a new organizational structure, which it says will help implement new technology faster and make it easier for industry partners to work with it. ST says it's reorganizing four of its primary offices to work collaboratively. And federal employees wanting to help the Census Bureau count the population in 2020 can join the effort on their own time. A new memo from the Office of Personnel Management reminds agency leaders they can allow current employees to have a second job with the Bureau. Census expects to begin hiring for the 2020 count this coming January. In 2010, more than 6,400 federal employees took part in the population count. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.